I had this one professor who was not afraid to like tell you that you're fucking wrong. Like she'll be like straight up like that's wrong. And I said something stupid the other day and she just straight up was like, no, that's not true. And I was like, okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> Back to another episode of Through, Through the, the Bong. Bong. Yeah. What episode are we on now? I don't even know. Six, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm excited. We need to have a little celebration when we get to ten. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We already got to like ten, ten new listeners, which is oh. you know, oh, ow, ow. not to brag or anything. Listen, those ten special people that are listening out they there, they might not even have listened mm-hmm. to the whole podcast. They no. just like. But you're gonna get a special treat from Megan personally. Personally, she's gonna show up at your house and give you a special little gift. The eleventh yeah. listener, you're gonna get a night with Megan. <laughs> so get ready. It's actually on our Patreon. If you guys want to follow, patreon.com slash through the. She's like, <laughs> we don't have, like, a po- uh, Patreon. Patreon but like, okay. <laughs> don't have a podcast. We should. Um, Let yes. us know what you think yeah, down yeah, in yeah. the comments. <laughs> this isn't YouTube. I don't think nobody. I don't. I don't think nobody. <laughs> I don't think anybody's listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think people just press play and then listen at like ten minutes in, and then probably get off of it. Yeah. But okay, if you're listening right now, I'm gonna tweet need to... me. Okay. And, and tweet me and say, um, Megan has the best. Oh my God! There's a <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. What was that? There was a worm. worm. Oh my god. There was a I saw it crawling. I was like. She just pointed to me. It's still moving. Oh, it's so cute. It was in my ear. I hate it. It Megan has worms. I'm sorry. That was me. It was in my ear. It was in my ear. You killed it. No, you did. But now it's in her. I'm sorry. That was me. Okay. So, Guys, there was a worm crawling on her face, and I pointed at her. I said nothing. I did not. I yeah, thought it was no, like no. I thought it was a fabric piece. <laughs> so um, so what y'all can do is tweet us at TTB Podcast four twenty. Megan has worms. Megan okay. has worms. Yes, <laughs> and that's how we'll know you're a true follower. We're actually taking her to the vet tomorrow to get dewormed. <laughs> <laughs> Come back when that happens. <laughs> Okay, what were we saying? We're getting into the... Okay, I'm Elham. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you guys were going to continue. I'm I'm Elham. I'm Megan. I'm on. And this is... (laughs) I think we already did the intro. (laughs) Okay, Um, we're not even on yet. Okay, I'm a little tipsy. I've been drinking, so I'm not going to smoke tonight. But I will be. I will will be. be. That was adrenaline running through our bodies. Yeah. The thing is, like, I have this sharp pain in my, like, what is this area called? Like, my fucking, right below my rib cage. If I want to call it a cervix. Contra. Contra. I can't think of, of, like, a scientific term. Okay, I don't know. It's your upper abdomen. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's been, like, stabbing pain. So every time I laugh, it hurts. Is it your left side? Yes. Isn't that where your appendix is? 
Holy shit, maybe you should go to the doctor. <laughs> Y'all check back next week to see, see if it. my appendix exploded or some shit. I don't know what the term is that happens to your appendix. Burst. Appendicitis and then is the infection. And then if you get what? it. Yeah, you burst, right? Yeah, yeah burst. burst. Burst out the seams. Yeah. I'll let y'all know if it, that happens. Yeah, that could be interesting. We can uh, document that on the podcast. <laughs> and then y'all can cover my medical expenses. Yes. I'm going to actually search up. <laughs> WebMD <laughs> this shit. Um, WebMD is like, honestly, yeah. sponsor us. Because I use you guys sponsor. a lot. Uh, just sponsor Elham. Yeah. Don't sponsor me. Yeah, maybe a little bit of a hypochondriac, but... Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Ooh. I'm oh. trying to pack this <clears throat> pipe because um, I really thought Truxton Boy had, like, done a good job of it, but it's just ashes in here. <laughs> yeah. He said, fuck y'all. Hey. He smoked right before we started recording. And, and he's like, oh, can I get a hit? I don't want to be in the episode, but, like, but, like, can I get a hit, though? Yeah. So he's mooching off us for yeah. free weed, essentially. Yeah. Free, free weed. <laughs> That's not really free, but... Yeah. We pay with our lung health. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's ever free. In our mind. We Those lose brain cells every it. time we decide to smoke. Mm-hmm. I have no brain cells left at this point. I so. lose brain cells, like, regularly, so yeah, it's okay. honestly. <sighs> I lose brain cells every time I step in a fucking campus and see a goddamn party going on with these fucking bitches. I'm so over that shit. Okay, yeah. It's exhausting to even fucking care about it. It's just like, I don't want to care anymore. I don't want to care anymore. Okay, yeah. I think we we were together. Actually, we were all together, right? When we passed by downtown. And they were having a social. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yesterday? Yes, yesterday. Holy fuck, the days are blending in together. Yes. But, Um, um... Well, for our audience members, we drove by downtown where all the bars are and there was like i think we saw a crowd of maybe i would say like 20 my my mm-hmm. guess was like 20 people all walking together as like a yeah. horde like just through the bars and maybe i think some of them were wearing masks but it still doesn't make a goddamn difference doesn't yeah. fucking matter <laughs> just don't go yeah, out yeah. y'all at this I'm point saying. i feel like I don't know when the fuck this is gonna end. Yeah. It's, it's like you're just ruining yeah. it for the rest of us. Like, yeah. just fucking stop. We just all stop. It just fucking just... sucks when you're abiding by everything and then you see these people out here like that and you're like, what the fuck am I isolating for? It's like, yeah, of course I'm isolating for myself. Right, <laughs> And right. for the health of my loved ones. But, like, it just feels unfair, I guess, mm-hmm. that they are acting like everything's normal and, like, and I know, like, it must get frustrating hearing about coronavirus, but this is fucking reality. This is the reality we're yeah. living. So, you're going to hear about it. I saw that doctor, what's his name? Fauci? Fauci? Yeah. Fauci? Fauci? He said, Fauci. like, <laughs> um, uh, he said, like, oh, you, things won't go back to quote-unquote normal until probably the end of 2021, which is, like... That's about at this point what I expected. Yeah, that kind of made me feel hopeful. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say twenty thirty. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, we'll go back about a a century from now." Yeah. You know, I don't know about y'all, but I mean, obviously, this is relevant because of the fires. But like, I've been more worried about like climate change shit, and I think that's related to like all the it, it is pandemic. definitely related. But like, yeah, that's been making me pretty worried. 
and kind of like everything's happening this year yeah and it's like slow down bro i'm yeah. trying to chill and smoke oh. my spinach <laughs> <laughs> i saw this tweet the other day and this was so crazy because i was literally fucking thinking this and wanted to say it on the podcast before i saw the tweet but it was like people who are like oh fuck 2020 i'm like no this isn't like this year just suddenly happened like these are all these things that we're building up from like that we've capitalism. been ignoring yeah yes. yeah yes and it's just finally I think especially the fire like once the fires started people were like oh the sky is orange they're like this this is just this year is like a disaster mm-hmm. but it's like like we've been telling y'all it's like yeah. like Especially, like, when, when Greta Thunberg, Thun, I can't Thunberg? pronounce it. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. When, like, her her whole thing, she did all these speeches, y'all were, like, shitting on a 16-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And now, what she's been saying is, like, like you can see it. And, first of all, it's not the first time that the sky right. has been a different color because of <laughs> fires. Um, but it's, like, like maybe, yeah. maybe, if we just, like, start listening to people, you know, who who you know, their whole job is science and, like, mm-hmm. research, mm-hmm. maybe we can, like, we can't really go back at this point, but, like, yeah. we can make it better. Uh, yeah, we yeah. can, like, yeah, it might not, like, reverse, but it will, like, I don't know. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> it's so corny to, like, if we all work together, but then I remembered companies exist, and then this but- is, like, individuals i mean individuals can come together and topple those companies yeah i don't know this makes me think of like the like we are the world (laughs) type of thing that's like maybe if we all come together and sing one song of solidarity (laughs) the world will be saved guys and then we're ignoring that like jeff bezos you know is one of the richest man men's mans (laughs) (laughs) and um and that only a couple companies like rule everything in the world basically control all that shit so yeah. So, you know, do what you can, still do your part, but, like, know that your part is not going to be enough, and we need to pressure these And don't blame companies. other individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Don't I mean, even though, even though we spent the beginning of this podcast shitting on people downtown, but then again, that is our school's fault. It's I think it's... No, yeah. 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 But, okay. like, it's also, I think in that sense, is, like... There's a certain sense where, like, the community is important. And, like, right now we're trying to... Like, this is something that we can do. Like, yeah. us wearing a mask will directly affect another individual. Especially when we go to a school that's predominantly white and probably mostly middle to upper class. Yeah. And, and I, the town that we... That the college is in is... is not. <laughs> yes. It is like the predominantly opposite. black... It's a large, like, Latino yeah. next and, Yeah. And, like, low-income, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yes, which they don't do anything. So, like, that, in that case, I think, like, the individual can help. Of right. course, like, the, the companies and the, like, businesses that are opening and all this stuff, clearly, like, they're the big ones to blame. But we still have a voice in this. And yeah. I think, like, re- regarding climate, like, yeah, of course, you can do your, your small things. But, like, you using metal straws is not going to save all the mm-hmm. turtles because the real problem is, like, the, the fisheries and that are throwing away all this plastic in the ocean. And then I also don't like the argument that, like, oh, stop blaming Greek life. I think Greek life has such a huge impact on things yes. that happen on campus. Greek life can suck my dick. Yes, fuck Greek life. And, like, they can be uh-huh. using that big-ass platform they have to influence other students. And money. Yes, 
And the fucking donors that they have I need think- to pull out when they see greek life doing dumb shit like this and you know i think what they say when in doubt pull out <laughs> <laughs> they're a part of this like system that like yes i mean they're a giant force and like no matter how you want to paint the picture mm-hmm. of like how nice and philanthropic philanthropic <laughs> <laughs> throbbing philanthropic um yeah. i think another aspect is also like i i i don't know like the numbers exactly but i think a lot of these like a lot of people in power have some relation to to like sororities or at least people in sororities have been able to climb into positions of power because of these like sororities and fraternities that allow for such like connection like networking yeah so like maybe maybe you can use that too to like i don't know influence each other like yeah. recognize the platform that you have and I don't know. Do better. Yeah, but. I got an email. <laughs> Thank you for the burp. <laughs> that one's for our audience from yes. Megan. Yes, ASMR. I got an email like... Asthma. I don't even know what day. I don't know the days anymore. Maybe it was yesterday. Okay, maybe yesterday I got an email from like local news people uh, saying that like um, parents of students that attend have started like a movement or a Facebook group or some shit. Like, to encourage... Oh. Fuck. <laughs> to encourage... Blah, bleep. Uh, not to... Blah, not to uh, close down. But... I just want to say, one day we'll get through one where we don't have to bleep. <laughs> I know. Okay, we'll get there one day. But anyways, they said at least five uh, 5,000 plus parents have joined or signed up for that movement to, like, not get the school closed. And that's, like... That's fucking insane. Like, you, like, you're like, oh, I want my kid to stay there. Like, I don't want them back. I want them open. Like, what I do you gain? I hate my child. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely hate them. And I why want is it the parent's die. decision? I know. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. not fucking adults. <laughs> okay. Um, that, first of all, that does remind me of, like, high school, where, like, you can only get things done when your parents get involved, which is mm-hmm. crazy because we're in college, but I think for a lot of people, especially people who come from money their parents are the ones that are are paying their tuition they're the yeah. ones that are like that's true doing everything and then i think like a lot of these people are also they've they've been to this this like their parents went to the school their grandparents mm-hmm. went to the school so it's like like they have a bigger influence and like the school wants them to be donors and it's just it's it's a whole yeah it's a whole shit the, show whole shit show the yeah. college system in america specifically is a shit show based on these old broken traditions that just benefited the white man white man white White man man. um also greek life sucks in other areas too oh yeah sexual assault they're uh, racist racism Mm -hmm. misogyny Um, mm -hmm. a lot of shit it's a lot of shit eating disorder culture is really bad Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. and they're very just cult-like and gross yeah Oh, okay. you know. <laughs> Fuck Greek life. On to the next topic. Maybe we're just mad because we never got a bid, guys. I mean, uh, yeah. let's mm-hmm. think about it rationally. We're just I, mad because they rejected us. God, I could never even rush. Like, yeah. my mom really wanted me to, and I was like, really? She did? She really did. She's like, wow. you'll be good for you. You'll make friends. I was like, I don't want those friends. I don't want to pay for my friends. Yeah. I think the best I'm thing thinking. to do in situations like that is like, would you join one? 
Like, See, okay, if you were in that position. My mom went to college in the U.S. So, like, you know, it, to a, a certain degree she could have joined. But, like, she was married at the time. So, that's her excuse. She's like, oh, I was married. I had a family. So, of course, I didn't join. I was like, mm. whatever. Um, like, you you wouldn't have felt like that was your place either, honestly. No, definitely not. I think parents kind of just uh, put this perfect imagery of a child that usually they wanted to be that way, like, onto their mm-hmm. children so that, like, their children can live out their dreams and all that yeah. bullshit. My mom has also always wanted me to be, like, a girly girl. So mm-hmm. I think, like, going, like, being in a sorority is, like, like, just another thing that she thinks, like, is a part of, like, being, like, a very feminine... I don't know, stylish. <laughs> yeah, like woman. I, I have the same issue with my mom too, but like I, I kind of don't blame her because that's how she grew up. So mm. she's just projecting onto me like yeah. what she, ha- like the culture yeah. she grew up around, and like she always says stuff like, "When you start wearing makeup, you this will be handy." I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking yeah. start wearing and makeup. And when will that happen? Mom? <laughs> yeah, you hit puberty. Mom. Yeah. It's like yeah. I'm 21 years old, and ha- if like if I haven't started doing those things that you think I'm eventually gonna do, you kind of just have to accept mm-hmm. that it's not gonna happen, and like that that's not my like interest and stuff. Yeah, it's it's kind of the yeah. opposite with my mom. Like I don't know, my mom like was really against sorority and fraternity culture. Maybe, so. just like I guess like it's because like our moms grew up in like completely, like yeah. like they didn't live in this culture that was like oh we love like that's true girly girls and like your mom lived that like what we're living right kind of like to a certain degree and i feel like your mom at least like compared to like my mom had more agency over like yeah definitely what she gets got to choose yeah Yeah. so yeah because it's interesting my with my stepmom it's i definitely get those projections of like Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you should wear more makeup or, like, you know, maybe not eat as much and, like, look so unladylike and stuff like that. Megan's mom is a cool mom. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, guys. (laughs) No. I would say your name, but... No, she did. When I came to college, she did call sorority women sororitudes. And, like, I was like, wait, we're not going to slut shame. That's what we're not going to do. (laughs) Yikes. We can talk shit about that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not slut shame now or... uh, Talk shit about sex workers. Yeah, yeah. Sex workers deserve to be compared to better things than sorority girls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we've established on this podcast that we are, I hope that we've established that we are in full support of sex workers. Yes. And we are not in support of sororities. <laughs> if you, like, haven't been yeah. paying attention, there's a quick recap. Also... Fuck Pornhub. We still don't want that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I got that email. <laughs> you know, you begging me to get that sponsor. You were on your hands and knees mm-hmm. begging us. You said, even a 30-second slot, please. And I said, mm-hmm. no. I'm good, thank you. But OnlyFans, we still reject you because of the shit you pulled with Bella Thorne. <laughs> yeah. But, but maybe you could redeem yeah, yourself. I was gonna say, yeah. You, you, yeah. you know, we're, we're watching you, okay? We're so, open to yeah. discussion. And, yeah. Just contact our lawyers and we'll talk to you. Uh, to our 10 listeners out there. <laughs> we love you. Ow! No, I was going to say something. Oh, I was going to ask y'all, how have you been coping personally, mentally, financially? Bad. I'm not. 
of academically with, uh, I guess, schoolwork in general and quarantine? Not well. Not well at all. How is it different from, like, pre-quarantine? Well, I thought it was going to curb my skipping class. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I can say this week I've missed... four classes out of how many classes? usually how many do you miss though uh i usually have like uh two a day two a day ladies and gentlemen so four to five out of ten classes you miss this week that- that's a I, lot of fractions i, I miss them all i have 11 classes a week okay because uh, i have one extra on mondays but okay. yes four out of 11 well you made it to half and you know that's what counts yeah but, yeah good I job guess. yeah you know, we're maybe are we counting the ones that you turned on the Zoom and like didn't like stayed in bed? I count those as going to class. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I count that as a productive day. And you know, I respect just, it. Just to clarify, she's a very dedicated student. Alham is. She just has a different time schedule than and most a mental guys. illness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love school. Like, I love. I'm not going to say I love academia because that's not true. Love learning. But you I enjoy love what learning. you do. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I want to go into academics and, like, academia and stuff, but I have, like, a lot of uh, criticism against it, too. So I can't say I, like, full-heartedly love it. I love research. Okay. But, mm. I mean, like, I've, like, gone through all of college and high school, like, dealing with mental illness. Oh. <laughs> and I, I think, like... Um, I guess that has, like, a lot of effect on my work ethic and stuff, but we made it through. It's our last year, and I'm about to graduate, so I'm proud of that. So, <laughs> but, you know what? I say yeah. that we made it, um, mm-hmm. yeah. despite it all. This has been uh, tumultuous, to say the least, past yeah. four, three years of my life. Yep. Um, to respond to your question, I, I really haven't missed, I don't miss lecture, that is something that, like, since freshman, like, I swear I've mm-hmm. missed maybe, like, if I had to guess, like, six classes total ever, like, That's in, in college. I because it just, it makes me so anxious, the thought Same. of missing yeah. class. That, like, I will not go if I have, like, a, like a migraine or, like, I am throwing up or something. Yeah. Uh, I have slept in, like, once. But, um, what was I going to say? But I feel like since everything started, oh, God. Like, I'll do class, and, like, I've been doing a lot better in participating because I'm in my room, and there's less reason to feel anxious about that-ish. But, like, when it's time to get work done, like, homework, I cannot get out of bed. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll just lay there, and it's like, you need to do this. It's like, yeah, but time is fake, so, like... What does it? What does it matter? Yeah, it yeah. kind of feels like I have no reason to really even be doing this because it feels so small, like yeah. in the grand scheme of what the fuck is going on right now. I'm like, I'm here in class, learning about fucking conspiracy theories because I'm taking a class on conspiracy theories. But like, it feels pointless. Like, why yeah. this? This doesn't matter right now. Why the fuck am I learning about this? And honestly, if this was like my freshman year or my sophomore year, I might have taken a gap year. Like. If I was dealing with this shit earlier yeah. on in my college Honestly, career. Honestly, anyone who graduated last year who, like, are going to college right now, I don't understand. I would have yeah. honestly just been like, I'm just going to work. Yep. This year is, like, a, a no-go. Yeah, fuck that. Like, this is not the setting I want to be learning in. And they should have 
honestly either ease down on this shit or giving everyone a fucking gap year because this is insane yeah Anna, i was gonna ask you mm-hmm. um like i have similar like anxiety about missing class i was gonna ask you how like growing up like your mom treated missing school because like personally i feel like it was very like if you miss school like it's a morally wrong to do that like it's fucked up you shouldn't take that time to do it um i think my mom has always been very like there's always been a lot of um emphasis on doing well in school Mm -hmm. and like I have missed, like, I've missed a lot of school in middle school, especially, and in high school, like, to the point where you get that letter saying, like, your parents, like, we're gonna call the cops and your parents, <laughs> but, like, it, but it's, like, my mom has always said, like, as long as you're doing well in school, I don't care, mm-hmm. and, like, and I've always given her good grades, so, mm-hmm. uh, to a certain point, like, she just, like, you don't want to go? Don't go. And, like, and I get migraines, or used to get migraines a lot, mm. and now they're back because of the pandemic. <laughs> okay. But, um, huh. and so, so it's, like, she would always, and my mom has migraines, too. So she's always, like, ah, you don't want to go? We'll just say yeah. you have a migraine. doesn't matter. And, like, that's, that's, like, there's hasn't been much pressure to going, just doing well. Mm. So, weirdly enough, I can relate to you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I do miss class a lot, but it's still fucking anxiety-inducing. Missing class. Like, like the, but then I'm like, I feel like shit because I missed class. And then I end up, like, being like, okay, it's hopeless at this point. Like, who yeah, cares it's anymore? Like a cycle. Like a cycle yeah. yeah. But, like, my mom was pretty strict, I, I like, I would say about going to class and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, times where I would miss class, she would kind of make me feel like a failure a little bit. Mm-hmm. Love you, mom. You're the best. But... She listens. Yes, my mom knows about our. She cannot. (laughs) If my mom ever heard this podcast, (laughs) ooh, okay, that's a that's something for another time. But (laughs) my mom would kind of make me feel pretty shitty when I missed class. But I think she started getting like a lot more sympathetic once I was like senior year of high school because like I was going through a lot of shit then. So then she realized, like, oh, like, she really can't handle mm-hmm. being at school. And then, like, college came around, too. And I lived at home for two years of college. And, like, still we're going through that battle of her, like, having to deal with my sleeping issues and, like, trying to wake me up to get to class on time, trying to get to things on time. And, like, it's it's very frustrating for her because, like, she doesn't like missing things. Like, and she doesn't want me mm-hmm. missing things. Mm-hmm. But, like... I don't know. She's had some acceptance to it, but it's still, like, a big struggle that we deal with. So I'm kind of happy I go to school, like, away from home because, like, it gets tiring at mm-hmm. times, you know, feeling like shit because you wake up late for everything. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And so that's a pro, but I dealt with that anxiety growing up, too. Yeah. Do you, like, I'm, maybe this is, like, a dumb question, but, like, do you think taking online classes, like, helps you like makes you feel any better at least like because like uh, to a certain degree like you you can wake up a little later or yeah so in a way it does help me because it doesn't I don't have to deal with that rush of anxiety when I wake up to get to my car to drive to campus and like get to class on time but like there's still that anxiety to it but it I would say it's significantly better Mm -hmm. because like when I miss class I don't feel as shitty Especially because there's a pandemic going on mm. and we're all dealing with, like, mental health issues. So, I, I feel like I have that kind of, like, I wouldn't say it's an excuse. But, like, I know that I can't be 
functioning the same way I was pre-pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, people understand more. Yes. Yeah. My professors have, like, it's crazy, but they've been a lot more accessible than they were when I had, like, disability office accommodations. So, it's like, holy shit, now you're being, like, super understanding? That's kind of crazy. And I just want to clarify for our listeners out there, I don't know if this is obvious, but it is a lot worse. Like, even though maybe I think, like, nationally, the numbers that are seem to be in decline, the region that we're in, the numbers are spiking very bad. And it's, like, not even just the, on campus, just the city we're in in general. I think the state, I don't know if the state itself is declining, I, but... I, th- I feel like, it's been a minute since I looked, honestly, but I feel like cases were spiking like everywhere again because because pe- people started getting lazy they were yeah, like ah, we're yeah. tired of mass businesses are reopening so like a lot of, and then you know i love people love to blame it on that but like the the protests it's it's like there's a lot of people doing a lot of things at the same time and of course numbers are going to go up yeah even though i think a lot of protesters are being as safe as they can like so regarding the pandemic would this still be considered our first wave no, I think that we're already at the second wave. Because okay. I think I think because major places have we I mean, we've even declined. But like I think like California is definitely hitting their second wave. Mm-hmm. And I think because like we're like we are following a trend, like we're all hitting a second wave. Yeah. I do wanna know how Europe is doing. Like, yes. I've I, been checking them kind of and I think they've had some spikes, but it's nowhere near as drastic as what I mean, it's, like, fractional. Not that it's not a big deal, but it's still, like, fractional compared to the U.S. Yeah, the thought of, like, going out again normally kind of freaks me the fuck out. And I don't think we will be for a while. And I don't think people outside of America are normally going out the way they used to. Mm -hmm. But, like, they're still getting, like... I feel like it's less anxiety-inducing going out knowing that things are getting better than, like, to be where we are right now where things are just fucking getting horrible again and like even when i go to the store i feel disgusting afterwards Mm -hmm. and i feel like oh my god i need to clean like every part of my body so i don't know when it's ever gonna get to the point again where it's not gonna like it's not gonna feel like that anymore i think it'll be a couple years i mean assuming things are in the i don't know uh, upwards oh i forgot so we because labor day has passed we need to update our guesses on when oh. slash if campus is gonna close eventually yes we had some earlier estimations of when we thought this all was gonna go back to online and kind of retreat but it's been past labor day despite the increase in numbers we're still rocking and rolling still going in person chugging along <laughs> update on the numbers they are above a thousand going to it's like a thousand four hundred plus right now, and we'll up- keep you updated on how much they go up every podcast that we do. Yeah. This is for campus, not yeah, yeah. campus yeah, numbers, not, yeah. just the campus. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know. At this point, I feel like we. I know that they've been trying so hard to get us to buy those damn football tickets. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I really think. Like, they just want to get to the first game. At the very least, we're mm. going to get to that first. I don't even know when it is. So, um. at this point, I think we're going to go to October. And that makes me really sad. Because, like, I was really hoping September was going to be it. And, like, nope. 
Yeah. I kind of feel like they're not going to close at all. But that's probably just me being pessimistic. But I feel like it's not going to close. The thing that I, like, with that, it makes me think, like, how... Who needs to die right. for them to yeah. close? Like, I'm thinking someone in a sorority or a frat or, like, a really, like, department head or, like, mm-hmm. the dean needs to, to get sick or, unfortunately, die for us to be like, hey, maybe, maybe we should have closed a couple months ago, yeah. like, which even is really though, unfortunate. Even though a lot of workers died during the summer here. That, that's what's awful. Is they that, didn't like, give a shit. Is my thing is like who with money slash power needs to die right. for us to like wake the fuck up? That's that's so insane to me that we even have to get to that point. I hate yeah. this shit. I hate this shit. Yeah, but this yeah. this school and every university college in the U.S. only cares about money. So, yep. Unfortunately, <laughs> I know that every institution in the U.S. just cares about money. Honestly. Yep. No more capitalism. This podcast is sponsored <laughs> by depression, depression, <laughs> and anti-capitalism. Yes. Well, let's switch to maybe a lighter note. Let's switch to uh, capitalism. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there are no fucking lighter notes anymore. Yes. Um. So we watched. The movie Mulan that Uh, came out on Disney Plus. We did not pay the $30. Because fuck capitalism and fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. And fuck the actress who supports the the Hong Kong police. Right? I think so. Is against the rioters. Whatever it was. I don't know about the situation. (laughs) We we talked about it on my media class. It's okay. Um, Anyway. um, so, So a lot of the reviews online have been very negative and they're all criticizing the movie on like how it's not as good as the animation or it's i feel like it's very racist Mm -hmm. the comments that have been said um i do think there are some good like reviews that like i i agree with but i do think a large majority of them are like comparing them to this racist cartoon and yeah. also just being racist in general. Because, so, like, my opinion was that movie was not as bad as people made it out mm-hmm. to be. I was, like... I agree. I was, like, actually pretty impressed with it, even though the CGI... The CGI could have been better, but, like, yeah. I really liked it. I do wish the director was actually Chinese, and I wish most of the backstage... What are they called? The writers and stuff? Yeah, writers and stuff. <laughs> the writers and stuff. That is the stuff. correct term, yes. Yeah. They were actually, like, Chinese yeah. and not, like, these white people behind the scenes, like, writing all this shit. I definitely think it was unfair to compare it to the... I mean, like, obviously, I guess it's a natural comparison to compare it to the animated one. But like you said, it's so racist and, like... Yeah, like, did you want a talking dragon and shit? Yeah. Like, people really wanted the songs, which... You know, someone made a comment about okay, it. Okay, listen. <laughs> I just thought that I expected there to be songs, and like I, I know the songs because I grew up with them. But that doesn't mean that like I think the songs are good. Like I recognize they're very problematic, yeah. and like yeah. it was a better movie without them. I'd say. I think I think that's the problem. It's like a lot of people like you didn't know that it wasn't going to be a musical, mm-hmm. and like that is all that they. I didn't know either. Cared about the the movie being because i think like beauty and the beast was still a musical mm-hmm. lion king was still a musical so they're like oh why would they remove this but like 
I also think, like, people, all these people who are complaining about this either don't know about the original story mm-hmm. or, like, just don't really know about Asian culture, especially Chinese culture, and, like, how how people, when the first, I think it was, like, 94, 98, some, whatever, in the 90s, that the cartoon version came out, how, like, people did not like it, like... China or Chinese people did not like the, mm-hmm. the the because it just felt like a whitewashing of their story, especially because I'm pretty sure like the actress who or all of the actors on it were like white, like the mm-hmm. voice actors. Yeah, and then turning things into music that like is supposed to be like a like a, a meaningful story in their culture. And in my opinion, there was a lot of caricatures like in yeah. that movie. That was like. I looked back at, you were talking about how the ancestor scene wasn't in there, and then, like, I actually, like, uh, pulled it up on YouTube, and I didn't, like, I haven't seen Mulan in years, and when I saw how the ancestors were, like, portrayed, I was like, holy crap, this is not good. But, like, I think that's the thing that people are missing about these live actions is that it's, it's, okay, so in one of my classes this week, my professor actually pulled, like, a, a, I forget his name, the used to be the CEO of Disney who said our goal is not to influence anyone on anything it is just to make money and that is what I think Disney stands by to this day has always been Mm. but I do think that like they're they're being put up to like a a plate that's like okay you have all these racist caricatures in your movies and now is your time to fix them and that's kind of what they're trying to do with their their remakes because like I still think like Aladdin was pretty whitewashed for yes for what it was and like but i think like they're they're making the tiniest of effort to like do better yeah they could do a lot better but like it's it's an effort and i think like just hating on these live action adaptations it's like you're you're putting these racist characters on like a pedestal that they shouldn't be in we should Mm -hmm. be looking at these things critically and like okay you like the music but like Learn to understand why the music is problematic, why the story was problematic, and all of that. Yeah, because we try to watch critique videos after we watch the film just to see, like, if people point out maybe some, like, misconceptions about, like, Chinese culture in the movie. And, like, we just opened up a video where the person just started shitting completely on everything and just automatically was like, I hated this movie. This was disgusting and unbearable. And then pulled up images from the animation, like oh, this is, like, what we wanted, and, like, I just think that that's, like, pretty racist. It's, like, what did you want? Did you want, like, an racist. offensive, yeah, a yeah. really, like, exaggerated version of these people, like, these people's culture? Like, yeah. and I think, like, a lot of the people, like, the people that we tried pulling up, they were, like, not Asian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not Chinese? And it's, yeah. like, like, you don't know. Like, you have never like lived this and i i, I don't know yeah. like, um, I but we did find yeah. one person and i would like you to pull up her name just for yeah for our listeners the only good critique we really saw was actually from a chinese person well i hope i'm right about that but like they're uh they made a youtube just to uh talk about the issues they had <laughs> just the shit on this <laughs> yes. movie and surprisingly it came up when i searched it so i'm glad that algorithms like picking it up but like uh it looks like their name is uh, Zoran J. Zhao. 
Uh, Might be mispronounced. Yes. We are we'll, so sorry. We'll actually like include it in any description or anything. We'll that we link have. the video. Yes, we'll link it in the bio. But- <laughs> Not in the bio, sorry. <laughs> the description. Link down below, guys. Like link down subscribe. below. Yeah, that one I liked that critique because they were actually talking about critiques they had with like yes. Uh, like, Mulan um, was actually from, like, northern China, and they uh, were portraying, like, eastern architecture. They said, like, the it was, like, a southern thing, which, which yeah. you said, like, the the China was divided at the time, so, like, clearly that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, like, the mix of east and west and, like, all yeah. that stuff. So, like, it was yeah. a very educated, like, yeah. review of the movie, and it was also, I think, largely based on the the original story or mm-hmm. i don't i don't remember shit it's like a it's not ballad. fable ballad yeah which like like i would rather hear that like a comparison to the ballad right than to the racist animation yeah to yeah. some white dude yelling about how oh my god there's no talking dragon in this movie <laughs> like i rather an educated critique of it being like this is how the culture was misrepresented because there's a fucking bunch of white people writing yeah. and directing this movie. Yeah. I yeah. definitely want to finish that video when I'm not intoxicated. It was like 30 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah, so, it was. So that is that is time consuming. Yeah. We will we will get to that and I recommend people watch yeah. it. If you watch Milan, just take take a look at that yeah. video. But the creator put a lot of thought into it obviously and like research. Mhm. So. So yeah. We support research. So, <laughs> let's go around with our ratings. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would give it a 3.2 out of 5. Point 0.2? Yes. <laughs> no, there's no point 0.2 on Letterboxd. Fine. 3.5. 3.5 out of 5. Wait. Three, yeah, wait, that's not <laughs> that wrong. <laughs> Anna, go ahead. Oh, my God. I give it a 4. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Go on. Okay. I give it a three out of five, but before we we compare our own ratings, I'd like to clarify that a three means like a good, interesting, solid movie. That is wrong. No, to me it does. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we argued about this outside. (laughs) Take it outside outside of the studio. A four on Letterboxd means like an excellent movie. and like That is not excellent. Yes, it is. Four is not an excellent. Okay. okay, I think everybody has their own different. If you get a four relative. out of five you know on a fucking me... quiz, how do you feel about that? That's stupid because like no, the American grading system is so dumb. No, no, no. Four out of five, just fractions. That's an eighty percent. Yeah, that's good. That means eighty percent of the knowledge. That's not great. <laughs> you said an excellent movie. No, no, no. No, yeah, but like that's different. Like the American education system, how we understand an eighty percent out of a hundred is different than how I choose to perceive a movie and document it. Shut up, you're wrong. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. So personally, a three means okay. It means like okay, like a two is like I could sit through. Okay. It. A three is like. I, I enjoyed it. Like, I... Mm. I'm was, starting eh. to agree with you. Thank you. I'm yeah. starting to agree with it's, you because you said so the strong. fraction thing. Thank you. No! Yes, math! Re- that was a bad <laughs> math thing. Now, now I realize, like, three stars would be 60%. And then, like, 60 is not that great. That's because you're thinking it in terms of, like... Yes, I agree. The American grading system no, is, no, no, like... No, 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 But, like, different. you're thinking in terms of, like, completion. <laughs> like, a movie needs to reach, like, some 100% completion. 
that's not the truth. You just want it, like... But, the, okay, but five is the highest I can go. So, like, uh, I think, like, a five is... is it has to be special. No. Okay, yeah, no. It's like... I, I, I think fives are special. No, no. I don't yeah. give fives to every movie. Like most, most of my movies go go up yeah. to four. I'm gonna look at my fives. Right I am gonna look at my fives. I deleted Letterbox because I need a story. <laughs> wow, you can get it okay. on your laptop. Just I so actually you know. have enough storage because I cleared my phone last night, so I'll re-download it. Because honestly, I treat Letterbox like a fucking joke, so I give five stars to shitty movies. But like, doesn't mean I actually think they're five star movies. So okay. I rated this in July, and I'm going to take it back. But, um, so, the first one that popped up was Hamilton that I gave five stars, which I take it back. I I needed to sit on that one. I do enjoy the music, but I do not think it needed five stars. That one's a three. That's, that, one's, that one's one that, like, yeah. I enjoyed, but it was, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's character development right there. I'm looking at some of mine and I regret some of my five star yeah. ones. <laughs> we need to go back on them sometimes. But like, yeah. here's the one I stand by: El Enchanted, five yes. stars and a heart. Ratatouille. Bitch... <laughs> <laughs> no, Ratatouille is a fucking masterpiece. You know, yes. I think it's been a minute since I watched Ratatouille. I enjoy Ratatouille. Um, I, I don't. I gave At Attorney's Gate a five stars. Because I love Van Gogh. I love and that movie. And also, Willem Dafoe. Can... Yes. Whew. Okay, okay, so now... Okay, you go Handmaiden? first. Handmaiden? Have you all seen Handmaiden? No, I haven't. No. <gasps> have you guys also? No, okay. I haven't. I'm realizing all of my five-star ratings are women-loving women movies, like The Favorite and That's kind of gay. <laughs> So sorry. So Megan's so Megan's five star really means this is a gay movie, <laughs> lesbian yeah. movie. So the the only movies that have five star reviews are joke films on here. <laughs> uh, I gave Rubber five stars. Uh, you guys just search it up and watch the trailer if you don't know what it's about. It's about a tire that goes around killing people. Mm. I so gave that classic. five stars, and I gave five stars to A Very Cool Christmas. We okay. okay let's talk about that movie for a second. There's two versions of that movie, the heterosexual version and the gay version. <laughs> Isn't which, it like a Canadian? Like, yes. Yeah. So a Canadian, like, uh, gay organization, like, LGBT organization actually gay. made that film. <laughs> and they wanted it to be profitable in America as well. So they actually made a heterosexual version. So they were, like, throughout the film, they were switching out the parents. Like, the original is, like, a gay, like, uh, two dads. And then they, like, switch them switch out for a heterosexual couple, like, throughout the whole film. So we watched the heterosexual version, and I gave that five stars. That's all Netflix gave us. Netflix yeah. didn't tell us that we could choose the gay version. Yep. So. I'm pretty sure, like, it wasn't on there. No, it's not. But, yeah. like, that's my like, thing. Like, Netflix should have said, do you want the gay version? Because I would have chosen the yeah. gay version. <laughs> yes. I actually okay. didn't know that, so I'm glad that I Yeah. Yeah. So I gave that five stars, but I, I did that as a joke. I really don't think those movies are five star movies. But. See, you're you take Letterbox as a parody kind of yes. thing. Yeah. I I think I take it like each like each movie as I like come across. Like if I think mm-hmm. it's just like if I had a good time and like it's a shit movie, I'm gonna give it like a high rating. Yeah. Maybe later I'm gonna go back and be like, wow, that that did not deserve those many stars. But like right now. This this is what you get. Okay, but I do have some seriously rated movies on Letterboxd. I do want to take it more seriously, but I really don't watch a lot of movies. That's the thing. 
about me <laughs> is me. I don't <laughs> I don't know where that accent came from. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> okay, okay, I gave. <laughs> Ooh, a Jamaican queen, Adele. (laughs) Okay, I gave uh, Uncut Gems four and a half stars. Which, I mean, now that I look back at it, I have seen the movie about four times now, I think. Yeah, three to four times I've seen it. And I think I'll go to four stars now. Yeah. I'll take that half away, I'll go to four stars. That's a four stars. And then I gave The Big Lebowski one star. And I'm sorry to you film nerds out there who fucking drool over The Big Lebowski. But I give that shit one star. I did not care for that fucking movie. You know, okay, that's a movie that I, like, I thought was, like, fun. Yeah. But, like, that's a bro movie. Yeah, it's a bro movie. I I would give it, like, a one and a half for, for like, for me enjoying it. And then, and Mm -hmm. you know what? For culture. I like, I I like the, the, the cult of it like the i i think that's fun like like the room Mm -hmm. yeah that that shit gets at least one solid star for just being ridiculous and you know what jeff bridges you know kind of good looking not in that movie no not in that movie i i begged the dude not mm. i also for you film fucking nerds gave they live two and a half stars (laughs) and i know i you guys are gonna be mad at me and crying <laughs> i'm kidding but like but, i did not enjoy that but, film they live that is um um what our podcast is all about I the know. criticizing Yo. of capitalism and <laughs> marketing artistically that movie was dope i'm not gonna lie the concept was there the concept was there but there were the like execution? 10 total pixels in that whole fucking movie <laughs> yep the execution was not there and we i'm did, like, not there for that we streamed it on like it know, was like, my professor had posted it oh, yeah. on like the school like the the, the forum or whatever the forum i feel <laughs> like we're in greece like ancient greece <laughs> we um, went to the forum and watched the film so like that like, was maybe... a greek accent <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't um but like to us i feel like a lot of that wasn't the the like the quality of what was given to me it was it was just kind of poopy yeah I and agree. like the acting wasn't wasn't like amazing it was it was just like very dramatic mm-hmm. but i do think like the, the like conceptually like great movie yeah mm-hmm. poorly executed could try again we could we could do that one again that's my issue with a lot of, like, films with great concepts, especially, like, artsy films that are supposed to be, like, oh, there's a message in this. Like, you guys have the idea, and I know you do not have the budget to execute <laughs> it correctly, <laughs> but, like, you could have just done it better. Yeah. It's, like, okay, maybe those movies deserve, like, a reboot. Um, um wait, those movies? Okay, like, movies that have that, like, the story there, but they're not executing well. Like, they live, like, maybe we could try that again. That would be interesting to see a reboot. With, like, higher tech, I think. That that could be, okay, um, directors, producers (laughs) out there, you should definitely remake They Live. No, we should do it. And then credit us. We do not have the money. (laughs) Student film. (laughs) Money was the problem, sweetie. (laughs) But, like, you should give us, like, a little... Just, like, not even money. Just give us, like, a little shout-out at the end of the movie. Uh, Or, like, a line in the movie where he goes, like, Bro, I've been listening to this podcast. Goes through the (laughs) bong. 
<laughs> available on iTunes and Apple <laughs> Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, <laughs> uh, look at the camera. Our podcast has just become like a film, I guess a media I analysis. I, I, that's I, I think it's something everybody can relate to. <laughs> I don't know if everybody can, but our seven most listeners. people. Our yeah. 10 listeners. Did you well, say 10? I no. think it's seven. We have seven subscribers. Oh. Ten, 10 unique listeners. Like 10 people that have uh, listened. Yeah. And if we're being real, we need yeah. to subtract us three from it because <laughs> we're listening to that shit. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, am, I am. I refuse. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. I am listening, but oh. I'm not subtracting. Seven. I am. <laughs> I love I love our podcast. I'm my, I'm your guys' biggest fan, okay? so And we subtract our boyfriends? It, I rated it. <laughs> Five stars, so yes, I um, I actually left a review for us. Like you guys want to know? Yeah, written review. Oh, did you really? Yeah, on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I meant to do that, but I was like, no, that will sound like fake. If I'm like, oh my god, I love that. It's actually really deep and profound. It says, "I love these girls." <laughs> <laughs> I, I love think, it. I don't know. There's something about like self promotion that just feels ridiculous. It's- I guess maybe in college or like, but like it's something that like you need to do, you know. I think we treat it as a joke, which is what gets us to do self promotions, like to be yeah. like. Well, but like I, know, I enjoy that. Yeah. I I like that like we don't take this too seriously, yeah, and I think I think our seven listeners would agree, <laughs> mostly because a lot of them are us. <laughs> our five listeners. Yeah. Because I subtracted us and our boyfriends, so. So you know, to you guys out there. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoy yes. our ridiculousness. Yeah. I and if you don't, you can just fuck right. No, don't please. <laughs> we need you. Add us on Twitter. I think what's uh, frustrating for me personally is that this is one of the places where I feel natural, and so like, I don't know. I think that it's something I can imagine myself getting into. Like, I guess like entertainment. But, Ooh, um, entertainment. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, shit. I would start OnlyFans if I wasn't in college. I'm not even joking. But, um, but it's, yeah, it's just, it clashes so hard with, like, academia and this, like, false sense of professionalism that I just, it's conflicting. I don't know if you guys have similar thoughts on that. Yeah, I feel the same. I think, um, maybe it's because of, like, my major or just, like, my professor, like, like, the feel that I'm going into, since it is entertainment, mm-hmm. it's, like, I feel like there, of course, there's a sense of, like, professionalism, but there's also, like, a certain degree of, like, fun that you need to be having with it. Like, everyone, or not everyone, but, like, I think a lot of people who are going into entertainment and media, they, they love, they're doing it because they love it. Like, it's not, like, engineering or, like, uh, like that, that it feels like this is something you're doing because you know it's gonna make money. It's practical. Yeah. It's something that you're doing because you like it, because you you're having fun, because you want to create content that means something to you. And so that's at least how I view like this podcast, for example. Yeah. It's like it's something that I enjoy. I feel like I'm learning a lot from it, and like maybe I won't be feel comfortable putting it in a in like a, a resume, but like. The, the things that I take away from this mean something to me. And, like, yeah, one day maybe I'll, I'll, like, be comfortable enough in, like, my job or whatever that I can be like, yeah, when I was in college, I started a podcast. 
that was called Through the Bong, you know, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. And then I'll pull this, up the old episodes. <laughs> this does feel really special to me because it feels like maybe I'm like archiving. Like, yeah. Because, like, I'll listen back to this in, like, Aww. a year and be like, yo, we watched Mulan that night, and this is, like, our thoughts on it. Like, it's I, just cool. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are making me emotional. Oh, <laughs> I think especially during this time where, like, everything feels yes. really, like, sad and, like, anxiety-inducing, it's one thing that, like, I can look forward to that I'm like, like, this is fun. Like, yeah, we talk, we, like, let things out, like, that we hate about our school or people or whatever, but then, like, it gets to a point where, like, like we're having fun and we're, like, doing whatever. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, we might miss some weekends on recording. But, like, <laughs> but like, like I feel like when we miss it is because, like, like we're going through shit. And, like, yes. and, and I, like, I respect that. And it's, like, like I, I enjoy this and I like doing it. And it's something that, that gets my mind off of, like, mm-hmm. stressful shit. And, like, I'm, I'm... I'm having fun. And truly, yeah. I don't give a shit if there's only five listeners. And I don't give a shit if nobody made it to yeah. this part. Because this is therapeutic. And this is nice. And it doesn't always have to be about the views and if you're yeah. getting any money from it. Yeah. Art is meant to be fun. You have yeah. to enjoy it. And Guys, this, is, this art. is art. If you don't like it, you just like, <laughs> don't get it. You don't understand it, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't reject money if you were going to give it to me. I, I, we, we still must live in yes, this capitalist yes. society. So our Venmo and Cash <laughs> I'm kidding. I uh, we don't have um. But uh, a you can email one. us though. Email us if you want to yeah. give us a little something. I mean, like we'll support you. You support us. We'll suck your dick. You suck ours. Okay? You know, our As five listeners. <laughs> our five listeners are very devoted, and they will buy your products. So <laughs> our products, <laughs> your products, us, okay. You yeah. sponsor products. Mm, yeah. You sponsor <laughs> you. You sponsor. We will contact also review us. products. Like if you want to send us free shit, and we'll like talk about it. Like yeah. we're really good at like talking clearly. <laughs> so, yeah. We do it as a living. <laughs> as a living. Yeah, this is our oh living. Oh my gosh. Uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but like I was just imagining myself in this world of academia where I'm like a professor giving a lecture to like 50 students. Oh and I no. Don't think I can fucking do that. Oh, I thought you were going a completely different way. I thought you were going to say like, uh, like uh, a world where like, like you're teaching and then your students find this podcast. <laughs> oh. No, I'm like, mm. Doctor. That's not me. That's not me. <laughs> okay. Dr. Megan, look at what I found. <laughs> I was going to say your last name, but I thought maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I want to go into teaching and shit, and um, I can see myself doing it. And if you can't see yourself doing it, you should try to look no. for other options. Because, like, don't do something you don't think you're going to be happy doing. It's, okay, I have a very complicated relationship to, like, public speaking. And, like, I do get a thrill out of it. And, like, Woo! I mean, it's kind of sick. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, yeah, you're but, talking to, like, no, no, like, no, no, like no, 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 Um, But, like, I do enjoy it and it is like satisfying and teaching especially I think is really what I like and like educating other people but it's just like I don't I hate how it's been refined to this like exact science and there's all these like formalities and I just that's what makes me anxious yes because like the the thought of getting to the road of like getting there to be able to teach is fucking intimidating and then Mm -hmm. during that process you feel imposter syndrome and you feel like like you're not good enough to be in academia. You feel like mm-hmm. it's just fucking intimidating. Like, I'm like, 
I'm about to, like, apply for grad schools and stuff. And, like, I just... I've, like, stooped down to a level where I'm, like, I don't deserve to be there. I'm not smart enough to be there. Like, and it's fucking sad because I know I have the ability to do that. I know I have the ability to teach. But, like, it's just academia is so problematic. There's so many issues with it that it's, like, not accessible, especially for people who deal with certain disabilities, like, and deal with, like, like, mental health issues, physical health issues, like, it's just not accessible, and it's sad, because, yeah. like, you, you might actually have a passion to teach, you might want to be doing that, but how the fuck you get there, that's, that's the journey, that's the issue, that's the, yeah. Dilemma. Dilemma, thank you. Yeah. Um, that business, Emma, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know, I feel like with all that, like, I still don't know if I'm gonna go to grad school or not. At this point, I'm, like, at a point where I feel like I can't do it. Like, this this semester has shown me, like, I I need a break. And, like, and I'm not even sure what I want to do after this. Like, I might, like, I don't think I want to teach because I don't like talk, like, I don't like that, being in that position. I would like to, to do research. Yeah. But it's it's just, like, I'm at a point where, like, I would rather go out there, get a job, see, like, especially doing this podcast is, like, I enjoy doing audio and I'm like that's that's what I want to do whether it's like radio or, or like podcasts and like people can shit on all you want I enjoy NPR um if y'all want to hire me <laughs> so you yeah NPR is listening to this yeah. <laughs> I think they are they're you know there's they listen to everything <laughs> yeah um so so it's like I'd rather go out there and like get a job and see like is this what I want to do and if it's not I go back to school yeah I, it's kind of sad, but I'm not even giving myself the option to even, like, consider doing that. Because, like, I just think that if I take a break, I'm going to fall into a heavy depression and I'm not going back to school. It's just going to seem yeah. way too fucking intimidating to me. I'm and that's that. just me, personally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if, yeah, you guys said you agree. <laughs> but Yeah, I think a, a lot of people have that fear and, like, I know in, like, your case, it may be more severe and there's a lot more writing on it I don't know but like and on the other hand like personally I'm like I don't know anything other than school so like I think that's kind of where my fear comes from is that I just don't I feel defined by school oh, so yeah. it's like a fear of both yeah yeah so <laughs> both options I'm suck. not ready to be in the <laughs> right. fucking workforce well and- I'm kind of thinking okay if I expose myself to something else then maybe I'll find more pleasure in that but I, I just don't know because I haven't been outside that this realm of Mm -hmm. that yeah honestly it's just so like it's so hard to know what's gonna even happen in the future where we're even gonna be a year from now so everything feels really unsure but i don't know i'm trying to keep myself going in school and shit but i do feel like this semester really for the first time has me questioning things and that really scares me because i I had, like, this concrete idea of what I want to do, the path I want to take. It was never really concrete, let's be honest. But I just knew. I knew what I wanted to be doing. But now I'm kind of like, where the fuck are we going to be by the time when grad school is going to start, which is, like, next August? Like, I don't know what the fuck that's going to, like, what's that holds for me? And that's scary. Yeah, I think, like, like we said earlier, both options are very anxiety inducing and like mm-hmm. and also th- like I know like applications are gonna be due soon but it's like it's okay like no matter what you choose 
it'll be okay. It's like, because you, as <laughs> sad as it is, like you said, like you could still get declined, which is like horrible. And yeah. I hope, I don't think either of you will be yeah. declined. I hope you get into all of your schools <laughs> as you will, as you deserve. Honestly, I um, hope I get declined because then I'm going to be like, yo, I need to take a year no off. No other option. <laughs> <laughs> See, yes, maybe if that's what you want. Um, but I also understand like like money can be an issue and like there's there's a lot that that like goes with the future and it's all scary but we'll make okay. it through this we'll make it through this but you know it's okay yeah. it's um, all right something I don't know what y'all are saying I don't know so I think. That wraps up another episode today. Ow! Thanks Ow. for li- <laughs> thanks for listening. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Do we have anything else? Spotify. You know, follow us on po- whatever um, podcast platform you listen to this on. Yes. Leave a review, five stars only. Um, Sponsor us. And that was. Through the box. Thanks for listening.